everybody, and welcome to the Watershed Wellness Podcast. I'm Eric Gray. I'm one of the co-owners of Watershed Wellness, and I'm also an herbalist there. And uh, this is actually this sort of the second season of our podcast. Uh, we, we did several episodes, and then we took a hiatus right around the pandemic. And now we're back. Uh, we're going to be doing a lot of the same stuff we did last time, uh, interviews with practitioners, you know, kind of topical explorations in holistic medicine, uh, and trying, trying out some new stuff, experimenting a little bit along the way. Uh, we're hoping for two episodes a month. Sometimes it might be slightly more frequent. Um, and we really appreciate your subscription within your podcast app. That helps us know that folks are actually listening. Um, and of course, helps us to be discovered by other folks looking for similar content. So um, if you can subscribe and share, we really appreciate it. Um, you can also go to watershedwellnessastoria.com slash podcast, and there you'll find uh, some information as well as the old episodes of the podcast. And then there's a form there where you can make suggestions or just give us feedback on the episodes. And we really appreciate everybody who does that. Um, this podcast that uh, we're talking with Todd Garrity. Uh, now Todd has a series of YouTube videos on the Watership Wellness YouTube channel, and I'll link those in the show notes for this episode. Uh, Todd here in this podcast is just going to introduce you to his practice, um, some different aspects, uh, of his practice that he's developing, uh, so that you can just get to know him a little bit. And in future podcasts, we'll dig into a few topics that are of particular interest to Todd, uh, and then, uh, continue with other practitioners. So I hope you enjoy it. And again, please do subscribe and share and come give us your suggestions on the website. Thanks a lot. Okay. So. Uh, so we're, we're just restarting this podcast, and the first thing that I want to do is do a little interview with everybody just to talk to you about kind of the most important things that we hear you know, people asking are, what, where did somebody get their education and what brought them to this work? And usually that second one is a more common question, right? People are mm-hmm. always really curious, like, how do you go from being somebody who doesn't know anything about acupuncture to suddenly becoming an acupuncturist? And, and of course, it's a long story for most of us, but I'd just love to hear, you know, what, what brought you to this medicine and kind of what was your, what was your education like? So my first career was as a journalist, and what I what ended up happening is I developed something similar to carpal tunnel in my wrist, and I had surgeries for it, um, but I wasn't able to use my right hand. Uh, one day, someone I was interviewing um, noticed that I was using my left hand and writing very poorly, um, and he we got into the conversation and he said that he had tried acupuncture for carpal tunnel and that it worked very well so I became a patient and I was just out I was amazed by the results um, not only am I now able to use my right hand but I do very fine needling with that with that hand because it is perfectly fine yeah, yeah, and I think a lot of people do come to the medicine because of some uh, experience with it. And so you were a patient for some amount of time, and then you just were like, "Yeah, I'm do this." So I started doing some research about acupuncture because I because it was so amazing to me. And then I I worked for a newspaper during, and this was during the dot com boom. So we kind of felt like newspapers were on their way out. And I was considering a new career, and I happened to drive right by an acupuncture school that was just down the street from the newspaper I worked at in South Florida. And what school is that? Sorry, that's the Atlantic Institute of Oriental Medicine. We call it Adam for short. Cool. 
And so that's a, so you you checked it out and obviously got admitted. And it's a three year program, four year program. Yeah, it's a three year um, ad- advanced program. So they um, you you don't have very many breaks. Right. So that Which was like pretty intensive. Yeah, it's usually a four or five year. So this was an intensive three year wow. program. Yeah, I can't yeah. imagine. It was pretty challenging. And yeah. we also what I liked about this school is they have a sister school in Beijing. And so all of our professors were from China. Nice. Yeah, and you get you get you get the breadth of experience there because Chinese medicine is integrated into the total medical system in a way it's not here. And so I always really valued my my Chinese teachers who were from the mainland and could like bring in this like kind of biomedical, even though maybe that's not my frame. Like it was really interesting, like the research they were involved in and all the you know the structures that we don't have here in the states. You know, it's really really interesting. So so you went to so you went to that school, and I assume that you have a clinical period at the end. You treat your own patients or or whatever oh yeah yeah and then did you do some like education outside of school like a lot of people do or did you kind of just stick to the curriculum since graduating i have taken a lot of continuing education courses and most recently i have been studying korean hand acupressure and that has really changed my practice in terms of pain management yeah yeah. And, you know, we've talked about this on the videos before, but like, so you didn't study that in school at all. No. Yeah. Cause I didn't hear about it until you started talking about it, to be very honest. So, so it's a whole different system and we don't need to go into like depth about it, but maybe just like give the high points and why it attracted you. Yeah. So when I was doing my internship during school, we had one day where we worked with the veterans and there's a professor who works with the University of Miami, and he started the program, the first program in the country, treating veterans with acupuncture. And he is a specialist in auricular therapy. Mm-hmm. So that is using points on the ears. Mm-hmm. So working with him and the veterans, I really um, saw a great difference in their lives as far as pain management with being able to leave the ear seeds on the ears um, for extended periods of time. So it's like they're getting treatments far beyond just being in the clinic. Right. So the hand is very similar. It's a micro system. And with the hand points, I'm able, to, because it's a larger area than the ear, I'm able to more accurately find precise points right. that correspond to the points in the body. Yeah. And then the patient replaces those acupressure discs at home. And in that way, they are giving themselves additional treatments. Right, right. Okay, so, so you, you've done some education outside of school. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more in more detail about some of those things. Um, and then, so you were in Florida, and then at some point you moved out west. Yeah, so I was in Florida for school, and when I graduated in 2010, I moved to Denver, Colorado, and I had my own practice until I decided to move to Oregon and joined Watershed Wellness. Thanks. We're so glad you did. (laughs) Glad to be here. Yeah. Yeah. And then now you've been sinking into that Korean hand therapy stuff pretty deeply. And, and yeah, we'll talk about that on another, um, another podcast. Um, one, one last question just to finish this little section up. Um, 
you know, what, what are you really loving treating in the clinic lately? Like, you know, I, I know pain is, of course, a, a, something that you can do really well with the Korean hand therapy. And we want to do another podcast that's just all about, like, the interesting stuff that we can treat with this. And what, but what do you see in the clinic? Like, what are you really excited about lately? Uh, what I've been most excited about lately is working with mental emotional issues and helping people to find um, the balance through acupuncture and using some herbs and tinctures as well to help with that. So seeing a lot of depression and anxiety, helping people work through grief. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That would be a great thing to dive into because it is one of those things you and I were talking outside of the podcast about. That's something that a lot of people don't know that acupuncture can help with, but almost anybody who's had acupuncture knows that it helps with, right? So even if you're not being treated explicitly for that, it really does uh, increase a sense of well-being at a very baseline level. So. Um, yeah, so that's a great that's a great topic we can touch on. So, okay, well, thanks for kind of telling us a little bit about uh, how you came to this medicine and ultimately how you came to Watershed. Um, and we'll dive into some more topics here in a moment. 